I'm your host, Sarah Boss, and welcome to Attainable Podcast. Hi guys, welcome to the Attainable Podcast. Did you have a good July 4th? Um, Of course, I'm pre-recording, so at the time that this airs, it's going to be July 5th. Did you have a good July 4th? You might be a little hungover. Some of us have the day off, some of us don't. Um, But regardless, I hope you had a lovely holiday and make sure to drink some water. (laughs) Um, Today, we're going to be talking about affordable travel and travel can feel really unattainable sometimes. Like I remember seeing people on Instagram and even like, oh my God, during spring break when you see like those people, especially if you're in college, like you see the other people like going off it's like Cabo and you're like literally how like you are 19 years old. How are you in Cabo right now? Never understood it. But (laughs) I remember like seeing all these people going traveling and doing all these things. And I was like, I want that to be me. Like I never wanted being young or or even making less money to hold me back from going places. Travel is an investment in your personal development and your education and prioritizing that is not frivolous and it's not selfish. It's absolutely necessary. I really think that travel is essentially its own form of education. We're going to talk about that today. Um, If you follow me on Instagram, you might see that I travel, I'd say quite a bit. Um, We are, of course, like coming out of COVID and now people are kind of going places. So far this year, I've been to Costa Rica. Um, I went to New York City, just came back from Disney World, which I don't really count. Um, that's, I mean, you know, it's a vacation, but it's not like travel, you know, but, uh, later this year, I will also be going to Nashville and I think Scottsdale, Arizona, and then I'll also be going to Austin, Texas. So, I've traveled quite a bit and I've traveled a lot over the years and I found various ways to like save money and how to make travel a regular part of my life. So today we're going to talk about how I afford it, the flight tracker I use, where I stay, hacks I figured out, all the things. Let class begin, you know, we're going to talk about it. First of all, how I afford travel. This is a trick that I figured out and implemented years ago. So, you know, when people like go on these like giant trips, they say, oh, we're like, we're saving up to go to X, Y, and Z. I didn't like that concept because here's the thing. If I got an opportunity to go somewhere, um, if I saw like an Airbnb deal or a flight deal or something, I never wanted to wait to save until I actually wanted to travel. That didn't make sense to me because especially in college, I'm like, look, I'm not thinking about you know, my spring break trip until probably February. So I didn't have time to save for trips. By the time I wanted to do them, like I needed the money then. So I came up with a travel savings account. It's super simple, but here's the concept. I obviously, I didn't want to have to save whenever I actually needed to travel. So I was like, okay, well, I have a savings account for emergencies and, you know, you make a savings account for different things. I'm just going to make a savings account for travel. I want that to be something that I am consistently putting money in. And so every month I put $100 away or like whatever it may be. Of course, in college, I could put a lot less. And then there have been times I could put a lot more. But on a consistent basis, I am putting money away into that travel account, knowing I'm not traveling every month, but 
I knew that, okay, when I wanted to travel, I'd have money in there. So I ended up, it was me for a couple years, just consistently saving and saving and saving. And then it came to a point where I actually started using that account that I hadn't dipped it in years. And I had, I mean, a couple thousand that I could work with at any time. So we, I think the very first one was a like Christmas trip or something with my friends. And so we got an Airbnb and we ended up, we now we do this every year, but we got an Airbnb and of course we were out and we're getting food and we're getting drinks and all that kind of stuff. And anything on those trips is covered by my travel account. So whenever I go on a trip, this includes New York. I don't spend any of what I call like my own money or the money I'm earning on a monthly basis. That's all coming out of my travel account. That's how I afford travel because also, you know, the months that I'm not traveling, I'm still depositing into that. And like, I just got a refund check for my taxes and I split that up between all of my savings accounts that never, ever, my refund checks never, ever go to, I'll say like me in the present. It always goes to pay my extra accounts. So that's actually going to be replenishing my travel account from the New York city trip. That's exactly how I afford travel. And I highly suggest that if you like enjoy travel, this is how you afford it. And you're able to travel whenever you want. When I was looking into the trip to Costa Rica, I was able to find deals, you know, and take advantage of them right then. Because you know, what's so annoying. Like you go and you look to find these deals and you see, you know, it's like 50% off or like something wild. And like, you're like, okay, that's great that it's on sale now, but I can't actually take advantage of that right now because I'm not like, I haven't saved up for that trip yet with a travel savings account. Like you always have that money. So you can always be there when a trip comes up or like the Costa Rica. I mean, that was an opportunity I saw. It was a really good price. And we're going to talk about that in a second. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to take advantage of that. And I was able to book it right then. So that's the first one. I also have a travel credit card. Any monetary advice or financial advice that I give, I'm not a financial professional by any means. Like I did not study accounting. I did not study any of this. All of this is on my own research, uh, my personal experience, and then advising I've gotten from others. So take everything I say with a grain of salt, but I've talked about credit cards before and it's not a secret that I have the aviator card with American Airlines. I chose that card for my own reasons and because of their point system, but travel cards or even cash back cards are really, really great for travel rewards. I fly a lot of American and when I went to pick a travel rewards card, I made sure to pick an airline that like flew out of Charleston because it wouldn't help for me to get a, like, that didn't make any sense to get an airline that doesn't fly out of Charleston. So I basically looked at like all the flights that I was taking and a a vast majority of them were American. And I really liked their point system. I book a ton of my flights through the American Airlines points and I try and run everything I can through my credit card. Now I've established credit card habits that I know I'm not going to go over my credit limit. And I know I'm also not going to spend anything I don't have Credit card hacking is totally a thing and it's a great thing. Like I think it's very, very smart, but you have to know yourself and your own spending habits. I would not go and running everything through your credit card if you have only had your credit card for a little while, you've only been using your credit card for a couple months and you haven't really established your own credit card spending habits. But I try and run everything 
through my credit card, okay? Like I've got a friend and we're the main like booking people for our friend group, like for Airbnbs and all that kind of stuff because we love to run it through our credit card and then have the others pay us back, but we get the points. Rent and mortgage, water bills, all that kind of stuff. A lot, like my rent, oh, I wanted to run my rent when I had um, my apartment in Columbia. I wanted to run it through my credit card so bad. Oh, I wanted to run it through my credit card so bad. Um, because I had the money, I was going to pay it anyway per month. And so I was like, great, let me get the points on this. But it was like a $50 charge every single time. And that just wasn't worth it. So that's. super sucks. But if you're able to run anything through your credit card and you have one of these travel credit cards, you can be earning points and fly on points. Uh, One of my flights to Costa Rica was on points. And I'm just going to continue to do that because um, I really like the travel rewards. And with that, I think I can, book. I've never done it before, but I think I could book hotels and rental cars as well. But also you can do cashback cards and just look at what you're able to spend that on. However, I think that travel rewards or rewards that are limited usually earn faster than cash back. Not all, obviously, but a majority of the time when the rewards are limited, you're able to earn more, um, which makes sense, you know. But of course, I can only book American Airlines flights with my points. So keep that in mind. So those are two things like major hacks that I or like things I established. I'll say my travel savings account and I have a travel credit card And both of those are tools that I use to book flights and all those type of things and actually afford travel. So now are there's some like tips and tricks I've kind of got over the years. So one, using travel companies. We're going to talk about like uh, travel companies like Here and Now and G Adventures and like EF Tours, like those kind of things. And then we're also going to be talking about travel agents. So travel companies like the one I when I went to Costa Rica, It was through a travel company called G Adventures and what they do, they set up your housing and your activities and all that kind of stuff. Um, The different trips usually like different companies include different things. G Adventures included only some excursions and then the other excursions were extra. Here and Now, um, who is a smaller company, but they just released their trips for 2022 they include their excursions, but these travel companies are able to get discounts. And because there's group rates, you can go places for a lot cheaper. Like the Costa Rica trip was a week for $650. Now, again, that didn't include all of my excursions that I wanted to do. And it also didn't include airfare. And most of these places don't include airfare. G Adventures, I was actually able to say, like opt in for them to book my flight for me, but I didn't want to because I knew that I could find my own flight deals better than they could. So it's not a bad thing that these travel companies don't include flights. Honestly, logistically, it's just annoying for them. And then it's better for you because you're able to find, you know, good flights or deals or whatever. The G Adventures one Costa Rica for $650. Here and now um, is, I mean, that's a smaller company. I found them on Instagram. They look so cute. Um, I think they're like based actually near 
he, like not too far from me. I'm not really sure. Anyway, they uh, just released a bunch of trips for 2022. One of them is a trip to Greece. Um, I think it's at least seven. It's like between seven to 10 days and it's like $900. And that one includes all the excursions, I think, and your housing. That's unheard of. If you want to do international travel, I highly suggest these travel companies, especially if you're into solo travel or if you want to look into solo travel. Solo travel is so cheap because it's literally just you. And I mean, it's so fun. It's such a good experience. That's how like I do international travel at like a cheaper rate. Um, But if you're wanting to go as a group or go as a couple or a family or something like that, Travel agents are actually a fantastic resource for traveling. And a lot of people don't understand like travel, you don't pay travel agents. So travel agents are usually paid by commission based on like partnerships with airlines and hotels and all those kind of things. So they have like relationships with these resorts and they get you deals, but then they also get paid to refer those things. But the best I mean, the best part about travel agents is you're not trying to coordinate anything. So the stress is taken out. You're not messing things up because here's the thing. A lot like some of the insecurity around like travel on a budget is that you're going to mess it up. Like one, I'm actually terrible at booking flights. I really like to get help from like Joseph or somebody to help me book flights because I just get too stressed and you end up paying more because you're trying to do so many things. And you don't know like the tricks or whatever. While travel agents, they, they've got it all in their wheelhouse. They have it all in their back pocket and they can handle all that for you. And you're not having to give them like, like an upfront cost. It's not like, oh, I'll pay $250 for a travel agent to do my trip. They are paid by the hotels and the resorts and all those type of people. So all you have to do is sit back and relax. And you can also say, hey, this is my budget. What can I get? And they'll set it up around your budget. Um, one travel agent, I will say I've never used her, but I will be using her in the future. Um, that I follow on Instagram. Her name is the travel mechanic. Um, I really like her content. I think on her website, like she does like honeymoons and group trips, family trips. And she's pretty much does everything. It seems, um, she's super cute. So if you're looking for like a travel agent and she's a small business, um, she looks really fun. I've talked to her on Instagram a couple times. Um, and that's somebody I can recommend. You can also, I think, book travel through like AAA if you are a member of AAA. Let's talk about airfare. The first place I look for flights is Google Flights. Google Flights is the best flight like search engine out there, but there's a couple things that I do. One, I go on incognito mode. I will not search for flights if I am able to be tracked. I make sure to turn all that off, go on incognito mode. Um, Those flight prices will fluctuate. And if they see that you have consistent searches, your hotels, all that will be hiked up. So go in incognito mode. And then also when I see a flight, I don't book it through Google Flights. Sometimes I will, but most of the times I will go to the flight website itself, find that exact flight and book it through the flight website. But most of the time I will go to the flight website itself and book it through that website because um, it's a lot less messy. Um, I do not use Expedia or I don't Travelocity or any of those. I hate booking through those places. Like sometimes I'll use them to search for rates, but I won't book through them because they can get super sketchy super fast. And a lot of times the back end fees end up being more than like it ends up being the same price or more. It's so annoying. I freaking hate those sites. 
So same, I mean, with hotels, flights, all of them, like I don't book through those people. I only book through the airlines. So Google flights, go in incognito mode, and then go to the actual airline. You can literally just find that same flight and it'll have that same rate. Number two, Hopper. So Hopper is an app that actually tracks flights. And this is good if you are going on, especially an international trip, but any trip that is going to be a couple months from now. Um, and you've got some time. So for example, I knew that I would be going to Austin in October. So I started tracking my flights for Austin. And what Hopper does is it is able to tell you, okay, this is a high price or this is a low price. I mean, it literally says, Hey, book this now, or Hey, wait. And it'll say, you know, the prices will be going down in July. So look for these rates and it will give you a notification when those flights hit the low rates so that you can go ahead and book. Um, it also has like some sort of feature where you can, like if the price is right, but you're not ready to book right then, you can freeze the price for a small fee. It is a feature that they offer um, and it is fantastic. I love freaking tracking flights. I just do it for fun. Um, I've been tracking a flight to Bali for a hot minute. Because I also wanted to see if like you could ever get a deal to a trip to Bali. Um, turns out, no. Bali is hella expensive. They're, the food is cheap. Like everything's really, really cheap. But getting to Bali is unreal. But it's super funny because you can just track any flights and see like what some low flights are. Um, there's also a website called Skyscanner. And I believe on Skyscanner, like you can actually... If you just want to travel, but you don't have a destination, you can be like flexible with your destination and see some of the deals based on the time um, that you're wanting to go. It allows you to be flexible with your timeline. So there's just a lot of like levers you can pull to try and find the deals based on how flexible you are. Um, Skyscanner can get a little sketch, but um, again, it's like a search engine that you can use and then maybe hop over to the flight website to snag that flight based on what Skyscanner is pulling. Last thing is flight sales. So um, these don't happen very often, but when they do, it is really good to just take advantage of them. With the Austin flight, yes, I was tracking it, but then Southwest actually had a sale. And I i mean, it was like 10 p.m. and they were closing at 12 p.m. And so I snagged it like right at the end. But the flights to Austin were going to be like 270 to $300. And I got mine for $150 because it was 50% off. So if you are already planning a trip and uh, any flight or airline is doing a sale like that, definitely take advantage. That's definitely a timing thing. It's more of a luck, you know, thing. But I think Southwest has like a schedule on when they do their uh, sales. So it may be something worth planning around, um, almost like the Sephora sale, you know, the Sephora VIB sale for my uh, makeup loving people out there. You can kind of plan around when that's going to happen. Last thing, stay. Um, so where do I stay when I go places? So first thing, check both hotels and Airbnbs. We always want to check Airbnbs and I really love, I do, I love Airbnb, you know, and you can find some really good deals, but sometimes they're not like the nicest. And if you're willing to stay at like a newer place or someplace that's just not, you know, no, not five stars or anything, then Airbnb can really be really good but it can also get kind of sketchy and it's not always the cheapest. Check hotels and Airbnbs because a lot of times hotels prices will be very competitive um, to Airbnbs and or even cheaper. For New York City, Airbnbs were so expensive. Um, there was one that was a really good price, but 
it was it had never been used before and that is a hack it's just not one that we were willing to use at that time if you see an airbnb has no reviews or um like it's newly listed usually it'll be super cheap but you run the risk of of course not knowing the quality you never know don't assume that the hotels are going to be expensive we got a great deal on a beautiful hotel in new york city and it was way cheaper than the airbnbs that we're looking at number two if you're going to a um, international place or a large city, um, then I would definitely look at Hostel World. Uh, hostel World is how you can book hostels. And what many people don't know is that a lot of hostels actually have options for a private room with a p- private bathroom or like a, a shared bathroom um, or a lot of options that are much, much cheaper. I really like the hostel chain Selena. Um, it's obviously so a lot of people like really want to stay at local hostels, which is absolutely amazing. Just make sure like hostel world reviews matter. Obviously, hotel re- reviews matter, but hostel reviews matter a lot because people's definitions of a hostel is very different. Some people say a hostel is very nice, basically if they don't have bed bugs, and other people will say hostel is really nice if it's the quality of a hotel make sure you read the reviews and you don't want anything remotely low. Like keep it like 4.5 to 5 because hostels, you just don't want to um, get in a bad situation with a hostel. But I know that Selena has a couple uh, locations in the US and they have uh, locations all over the world. And that's one chain that I really, really like. Um, We stayed in two Selenas in Costa Rica and I was thoroughly impressed. And this is from a girl who is, I'm not a hostile gal. Okay. Like I'm not somebody who would book hostels, but after the Selena experience, I was like, yeah, this is totally something that I would do. If I go to Miami, then I will probably stay at the Selena because I had such a fabulous time at the other ones. And their locations are literally gorgeous. I believe they have one. I mean, they have them all over the world, but I just saw somebody go to one in like Aruba or something somewhere else. But anyway, Hostels are a great option, um, but make, and especially on Hostel World, it's an app that's where you book all the hostels. It's super easy, but make sure you pay attention to reviews. All right, guys, those are all my tips. If this episode uh, helped you, please share it with a friend, post it on your Instagram stories, and, or you're welcome to do all three, uh, give us a five-star review or write a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That helps us a lot. And I'm going to do a little little giveaway right now. I've decided right now. Um, If you go and write a five-star review, leave your Instagram name in the review and then DM Attainable Podcast and let me know and we'll send you a little gift card for a coffee or a tea or smoothie or um, probably a Starbucks gift card. We'll figure that out. But we'll reward you because that helps us grow a lot. And we want to get to 40 Apple podcast reviews by our anniversary, which is August 11th. We're going to be turning one year on August 11th. So the more we can share and the more listeners we get, I mean, it just supports the show so much and allows us to create more content for you. So that would help us so much. Send me a DM telling me the next place that you're going to travel um, because I would love to know. Or if you have any travel tips or deals, go ahead and share them so we can share them with our audience and we can all benefit. I hope you guys have a fabulous week and I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.